Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Me, Julie and Dean. Me, Carl Donnelly. Saying, man. Saying, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying, though? (laughs) 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 Um, Welcome back to this week's episode where we are joined by comedian Mo Omar, who's a very funny young man. Young, smart. Kept referencing books that you hadn't read. Books and shit. And I haven't read it. I've read a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> what book have you read? The Bible. Yes. Mainly just the Bible. Just the Bible. Well, Mo has One read page. many more books. Uh, so this was a really fun chat. Uh, and he's a good guy. Check him out if you see him at a gig near you. And uh, if you're in Edinburgh, he's doing the Comedy, Comedy Reserve. Reserve. So do that. Come and see my show. Any other business? Um, nah. That will do, innit? Yeah. Enjoy this episode. Bye. Enjoy it. Bye. Record a new episode. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean over here. And guest. Mo Omar. Mo Omar. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the kitchenette. Welcome to the breakfast bar. Thank you. <laughs> and the breakfast club t shirt. And that the you're breakfast wearing. club t shirt. Yeah. Same as last episode. Shush, mate. Continuity. <laughs> um, we should maybe do that. Should we start having um, like uniforms? Yeah, definitely. Police uniforms. <laughs> 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 Prison wardens. Yeah, that'd be good. Parking. Just people. all merch. The Nigerians some... in the parking uniforms. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool. Mm. Yeah, we start dressing up. Um, so, welcome to the. So, you, like, you live in South Hall. South Hall. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us about South Hall. It's great. It's great. A majority Asian. Yeah. Uh, very Asian. Is um, it South or West? West, yeah, yeah, Uxbridge, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah that area, like Hounslow and stuff. Yeah, basically, like that. there. What's fascinating when you go to those places is how big the houses are. And it sounds like, you know, there's parts of Hounslow where you, yeah. like, the houses are so enormous. They're like Australian houses. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, yeah, there's a gap between everyone. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's, pre- it's predominantly Asian. Yeah. And yeah. they just basically, what happened was, obviously, it was an area where a lot of Asians moved to, went, like, probably 40, mm. 30, 50, like, in that sort of the yeah. post-Windrush and all that. Yeah. And actually sort of it, it's never been th- no one ever talks about it as like a posh area but no but the cars houses and cars yeah, yeah, it's well posh it's, it's insane like you drive uh, during like 5pm uh, on the South Hall Broadway it's uh, it's jammed yeah. everyone and their mum's got their car out like yeah, they'll all be yeah. sitting in separate cars but they'll drive together yeah and everyone's got a Mercedes or an Audi yeah or, and it's, it's it's so wealthy but people assume because it's a brown area totally but they're not it's like not, the houses are worth a fortune yeah exactly because they bought exactly. them years ago when that area was quite well, it was bo- no, bollocks it yeah. was a bit of a it was a sort of a no man's land like yeah. near Heathrow and mm. stuff so no one really like wanted to live there mm. and yeah you go there now and the houses are, I, I, I I drove through it recently I was just like fuck man this is posh it's 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 like real money and the yes. the, the the great thing about it is there's places like uh, there's this pub there called the scotsman yeah and um it's it's a proper english pub but instead of like english food in the kitchen they make only indian food yes and so it's like an indian restaurant with a proper pub yeah and only indians know about it right pants pants are like three quid each oh man and the food is really cheap as well and it's really good food and yeah, it's yeah. and it's such a hidden like you don't know about it unless you're told about it yeah, 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 and yeah, yet yeah. it's packed and they've like there's something like there's some seedy points about it like the the only two there's only two girls who work there and they're both like Eastern European yeah, yeah and yeah. It's, it's just so the old men can leer at like, like ah yeah have to but get down there otherwise yeah. it's good <laughs> it's, it's good she needs a member pop down <laughs> do you want anything to eat or drink no I'm good <laughs> just sitting 
Um, yes, yeah, so I'm fascinated by that whole part mm. of London because it is. I do think like no one ever. Sarah think... Callahan lives down there. Oh, does she? Yeah. Really, <clears throat> Uxbridge way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like Uxbridge is further up. But uh, what I'm interested in is the fact that South Hall is seen as like so far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's literally from there to Paddington is 15 minutes on the train. Yeah, and yet. Like, that is far away, by the way. The, the, <laughs> that's well far. Away. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, Ux, like, like Londoners are weird. Like, if you go outside of Zone three, even two, like, yeah, I start getting a bit sort of and anxious. Altitude sickness. So I put in the, uh, the hat the with the corks hanging down. <laughs> the Bermuda shorts come out. Um, there's yeah. also like, there's also like, right behind my house, there's a park where I go, regularly and uh, there's a there's like a canal. And that canal, I don't know where that canal goes, but I'm sure that canal goes. It's this canal. It's the Grand Union. Is it the same so one? So it comes. It goes from Birmingham. Yeah. Down all the way through, sort of just that that direction comes in through northwest. Down London. the M5. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it comes through northwest London, and it then it comes through just past here, mm-hmm. part, uh, under Ladbroke Grove. Yeah. And then from Ladbroke Grove, it goes Maida Vale, mm-hmm. Little Venice, mm-hmm. Regent's Park. Wait, there's a Little Venice in UK. A little yeah. Venice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, if you go to Little Venice, is where the canal goes through and there's loads of these permanently moored houseboats it's, it's right beautiful next, right next to paddington basically yeah isn't yeah it? what and the canal goes past the back of paddington station yeah and then it, once you go past regent's park then it f- splits it goes mm-hmm. past london zoo doesn't it the under, it goes under london yeah. zoo so if through you, it if you walk the canal, the un- you can, well, see, you can the see the animals either side, when you walk the canal because it's in between it's in the middle of london what? zoo uh it's a bit of a hidden secret of london right but yeah, when it feeds off, one goes down to the city, to Canary mm. Wharf, mm-hmm. and that goes past sort of King's Cross and stuff. How and long it, do you reckon it'll be to walk the whole thing? I've walked from here to Camden, so it splits off to the left. If you don't want to go down to the city, it goes to Camden. Yeah. And that, I've walked from here in two hours to Camden. But I've That's ridden nice. it on my bike in like 35 minutes. That's nice. Yeah. I like those long walks. I did that the other day. I walked from Hangers Lane to South Hall. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, it's well, long. It wasn't a nice walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> on a dusty pavement. Yeah. Took the A40. This is nice, isn't it? All the cars. Wow, wow, wow. Just past um, the massive B&Q. <laughs> is that a new? <laughs> but I like those long... I reckon you could do those, like... Like you said, it's a hidden secret of London. Yeah, yeah, You could yeah. do those long, long-ass walks. Because most of what we spend the money on in London is like the transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like eight quid. Imagine if you could do a drink like a drink token for that well, know, I've done, business. It, since it got warm I've just been riding my bike everywhere mm. and it's, it's you forget how quick it is to ride yeah. a bike around London like I I did a gig so I'm I'm technically northwest London that's what it says but you know I'm on the inner ring of it mm-hmm. but I rode my bike from here to my preview in Putney last night mm. and it took 30 minutes to Putney, that's southwest London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. only three crashes. It was <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, you know, yeah, only fell off. Um, no, it's quick, man. That's when mm. yeah, and it's such a nice. It's a cool route I what, took as on well on the road. Yeah, well, I took the road. So from here, what mm. did I do? I went down. No, well, it's a, I took a really quiet road because it's that time. It was like seven in the evening. Old Oak Lane, which just sort of goes down through Acton. Mm. and then from Acton you cut across the back streets to Hammersmith. Yeah. I went over Hammersmith Bridge. The very directly as you come Dropped over, Dropped off your Bridge. delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Three pizzas. And then the preview was good, yeah. It was actually, it was a bit where I took over a delivery driver, a rider. Yeah. And I was like, surely they should be fucking yeah, But he's knackered. He's been doing it not for fun. They must be so fit, those guys. Yeah, man. Well, this one didn't look, I t- overtook him. <laughs> Probably first day at the job. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, they are also carrying a fridge on their back, isn't yeah. they? But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They have but, to pay for those as well. Really? Yeah, the, nothing comes for free. Everything's, they, they get charged for all that oh, stuff. Oh, they carry God. so there's delivery drivers so when your delivery driver comes and he like they're like oh 
oh, the, another guy had to pick it up. And then you're like, why don't you just have a bigger bag so you can take all my stuff? I've heard people say that to Deliveroo. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, they paid for those ones. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they get the smallest one. Fuck. And then you get like three Deliveroo drivers turning up at your house because you've, you've ordered a meal well, for fun. They have to kind of hire them or something. Pay no, them. they pay for them. Fuck. They pay. They full out and pay for them. So it's like there's a when you sign So they up, own them. They don't. They don't. They own them, yeah. I thought you were talking about delivery owning the drivers. No, no, no. No, okay. We're not, um, we're not yeah, I mean, we've moved on from that, mate. You know, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Corporate sponsorship. <laughs> that is fucked, isn't it? But that's the way they get around that not having as actual employees, isn't mm. it? And they can get away without sort of giving holiday pay and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah like I can't the cycle. Thing as well. I can't ride a bike. You can't I ride a bike. I think that's the worst thing about living in London. You can't ride a bike. Okay, all right. No, no, no. You no, said not. it once. Uh, <laughs> but, but what? No, right. <laughs> But hang on. Can you um, walk? Huh? But when you say you can't, you physically have never tried, never learnt. I can't do didn't it. Didn't do it when you were a kid and now you just don't know how to walk. No, no, no. Like, I, I, can, I can do it. Yeah. But only as long as it's an open field. Right. And there's no <laughs> chance of me hitting. Because I remember I used to be able to do it regularly as a kid. And then one day I got a new bike and I went outside my house and I went to go see my cousin to show him. And I put I put my headphones in. Yeah. And back then I only had like one song on my phone because I didn't have the SD card. Yeah. So I got like Acorn listening repeatedly. <laughs> and um, like you listen to a song again, again, again. You go into like a trance, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm riding across this two like dual carriageway. I don't hear this car coming. No. And just before I, I dive off the bike and it gets run over. Oh, no. I was just like, ever since there's this block in your head, you're just like, nah, I'm not. I'm not. You're lucky that wasn't you though. Yeah, I guess so. Thanks. I lost the bike, though. Um, hang on a sec. Sorry, we've got the Facebook Live going up on there. Tim College has asked a question, which will make no sense to listeners of, who listen at a later date. But if Tim is watching, he says uh, about my gig tonight in Leicester is sold out. Any chance I can squeeze one more in? Two more in. Oh, two more in. Uh, weirdly, I'm not actually doing that gig anymore. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't be listed so, anymore. So yeah, just come along, man. Well, I was, I was listed, and then um, something came up. Is it and the black black horse? Yeah, in Aylstone. So I, I I'm not no longer Lovely doing gig. it. Shout They've got a replacement horse. for me, Chim. So uh, yeah, who's the guy? Has he got a podcast? Who? Whoever's replacing you. I don't know who's replacing me. I um, I know Vicky Stone's doing it, but she was already billed. Mm-hmm. I, I think they found someone else. But sorry, Tim, I won't be there. And if you're listening uh, and you did show up to the Black Horse, I'm sorry I wasn't there. <laughs> anyway, back on with the... Uh, hmm. So, yeah, so, so it's basically you don't want to ride around and get hit by a car. Yeah, that's, that's the saying. worst part. Cause I, see I mean, that would the, be the worst part the, if it yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, but you survive. I hate when people, when you tell someone a harrowing story and then they go, yeah, but you know... It's true, though. You survived. Right? And it's like, yeah, but that, you're taken away from the harrowing memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have the perspective when it happened. That's true. I? If you would have died, you've had no harrowing memory. That exactly. Like, yeah. And then we'd have nothing to talk about. It'd be hard true. to get perspective. Yeah. I don't need... Yeah. My yeah. skateboard went under a juggernaut once and just mm. snapped it. And the yeah, juggernaut but, just but at least, went but into a half pipe. <laughs> yeah. Started doing some tricks. Did a little ollie over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but at least you survived. It's not nice, is it? No. yeah at least i'll survive thanks man no i don't care about that. me it's offensive but i think do you know what i will say in london's defense is um it's got an incredible cycle network uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh the, what they've done in the last 10 15 years to cycle lanes Especially in this city, the city and oh my god i rode from here to 
somewhere in London South podcast. London. Where was it? Kennington or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's South. Yeah, Pass Oval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, it's a good old mission to drive yeah, down yeah. there. That's about a 50-minute ride. Yeah. And, you know, actually, very rarely did I find myself in a situation where I was in a road surrounded by cars other than in an actual official cycle lane. There's so many bits yeah. where you, like, I cut through Hyde Park to get right to sort of past okay. Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, it's, it's so often you're actually just away from it all. It's, it's, a, it's a very good city for, oh, for okay. your casual bike rider. Okay. I'm a pavement rider, me, mate. I don't I know, care. Do it's illegal, mate. Just on a Man's BMX. better get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> ding, no ding. Seat, no seat. Just like. <laughs> That's one thing I do need to get is a bell. I've not got a bell on my bike. You need a bell, mate. Because I normally just sort of. Move out the way. Yeah, sort of. I just slow down behind Move, them and bitch, say, excuse me. It. You know, I yeah. get near enough to them. And their breath and their neck. Yeah, just I just sort of ride really close. Tickle the back of their calves yeah, 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 with yeah, your yeah. wheel. ACMR, just like. Yeah. Um please. What is, I don't understand this ACMR thing. It is when you make nice noises. Like really? Yeah. And what, people get off on it? <laughs> no, they don't no. get off on it. Calms <laughs> they just people. go to sleep. Huh? Calms people. It's really calming. Yeah, right. for creeps mainly. Like, I think it's a creepy thing. There okay, is, there is a creeps judge. that watch it, yeah. Mm. I definitely know there's one don't you, yeah, that watches yeah. it. Don't, don't you think we're, we're veering so far into uh, the, the fact that kinks are becoming normal? That is like well, you yeah. can't even call someone a creep anymore. My vape's like a bit ACMR, isn't it? ASMR. Is it? No. Right. <laughs> um, no, that's called annoying ASMR. But I do, yeah, there is definitely something in that, um, you know, when they say kink shaming. Yeah. You know, I think there is, I, I find it, you know, there's definitely some things that you, I'm, I'm not saying you should take the mic out of anyone's No, but it is interest, weird. Can we all accept? But I don't think it you should be, funny, I don't though. think they should be putting like kink shaming in with, like sort of racism or transphobia I know, or, yeah you know there's yeah. definitely there's definitely a, there's a tier of prejudice isn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. you and chose to wear the leather suit so of course we're gonna yeah. make fun of you well it's that thing yeah I, you know yeah, someone who likes being pegged yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's not the same as like, yeah exactly yeah. if I'm getting pegged in a gimp suit it's not the same as someone something. who's had homophobic attack yeah their whole life since they were born they're an outcast in a sort of small town where they're the only non-white person being attacked and What's some geezer in a fucking gimp wife's suit sister to peg yeah, he's like, yeah, I know how you feel, man. I know how you feel, man. It's really hard, isn't it? <laughs> what are you talking about? I really relate to that, yeah. I like getting pegged in a park. No, 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 touch me. Um, I'm reading I'm reading a book called The The Narcissism mm-hmm. uh, Epidemic at the minute. Yeah. And it's a lot to do with that sort of how people's... And I, it's that thing I'm always hesitant because I don't agree when people go like, bloody fucking identity politics. And like, mm. I think that's often just people just being contrary. Mm. But, but I do, but this, this talks about the modern age of how people's people's identity now is so like they're so desperate to have something to have something and it's not to have something what it is is people because i think you know there's a whole wave of reasons mm-hmm. you know the amount the population nowadays mm-hmm. and how we're actually we've never been less significant as yeah. individuals yeah with so, the information and yeah we're well, just you're, we're constantly aware that there's so many billions of people mm-hmm. we're constantly aware of like how well everyone's doing. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're never more aware of your situation in life mm. and you're never more aware that you're actually, unless you're in a very, very, very small percentage, yeah. uh, you're actually probably... Worthless. Worthless. Or not worthless in the sense of you're not going to probably you're, achieve your dreams, yeah, right? Yeah, you're a modern day peasant. 
Yeah, yeah. really. But and, and I think actually, so what's happened is people are so desperate now to have something that makes them special mm-hmm. that they really hold on to it. And yeah. if you do sort of say anything remotely negative about it, they take it much more personally than they would have done in times when they weren't yeah. aware. Yeah, Be, being a victim is an identity, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not even a victim. No, what is it, what you're it's, saying, it's their thing. It's their special thing, yeah. isn't it? You're taking, you're basically criticizing the one thing that give that validates them. Mm. So it's not even being a it's victim. It's an ego thing from them. Yeah, well, every, from everyone. We've all have, got it. We've I, all got our in, things. In, in my in my school back in uh, college uh, everyone basically do you remember when everyone turned 17 and everyone decided to become a bit emo-ish yeah and everyone had something wrong with them like everyone would be at the parties and discussing how their life was the worst and how every girl in our school but all would develop the same affliction at the same time like every girl in our school used to faint all of them they used to be they used to just drop and then so the drink you made them work <laughs> no, um, no, do not, do not agree with what he just no, said. Um, but, um, but, but basically, the, and everyone has to have that thing. I think it's just that suspended adolescence thing. Yeah. Where, um, no one's grown out of it. No one's had like a thing where, like, before our parents had to be like, at some age, would have to go. All right, it's not about me. I've got kids now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta move on. But now because dad is coming later and later. But even then, people have kids now, and you know, if you, I, this, it covers it in this book. Mm. But, Modern parenting actually is mm. sort of parents now uh, that are raising their kids as if they're their friends. You know what I mean? It's that thing yeah, they yeah. want their kids to like them, their best mate, <laughs> which is actually such a weird concept. Obviously, you want your kids to like you, but yeah. they're sort of they want to be their, their kids' friends rather than be their parents. So yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. that's and it, this book argues that it's causing a lot of the issues. Yeah, is the way kids are now ra- we're raised now to feel more special than we ever have done. Yeah, you know, you see you, kids wearing bloody when two year olds wearing t-shirts saying i'm the boss and all this shit and all you're doing is telling that kid from a young age that you're special and ultimately the fall when they find out they're not Mm -hmm. is going to be such a big fall that's what ultimately causes all these issues we we all know that kid whose um parents used to like let him do anything he wanted and i remember when i was when i was when i was was a kid my mom would go to me uh, i'd be like okay i'm gonna stay out because james is allowed to stay out and she'd be like well, James's parents don't really care what he's, where he is at this point. I yeah. care. And I'd be like, no, you're, you're wrong. James's parents are just cool. And then, you know, now... Now James is in jail. Yeah. <laughs> now James is like... like you, you look back and you're like, oh, maybe they were right. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they were a bit strict so that you'd have some sort of control rather yeah. than... Or be, be a, a balance un- in Understand there. that there are sort of rules in life. Yeah, boundaries. You, don't, you don't always get to decide what you do yeah. in, a, in a functioning society. Mm. You can't do coke every day. No. But every pick, other day. Yeah. Every other day. That's the balance. Pick, oh, yeah. your, pick your battles, <laughs> is what I say. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really it's an interesting book, actually. People should give it mm. a little read. Have you read the John Ronson one? Which one? The one all about... Um, well, first of all, there's the one... Not the men who stare at goats. There's the psychopath test. Yeah, one. I've read that. And um, and uh, that was really interesting because I remember reading that one and thinking... So I read it when I was like too young, when I was like 17, 18. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh God, I, I'm a psychopath. And oh, you realize really? you're just a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't really care. But then when you grow up now and you you see some of your friends and they didn't really grow past that yeah. teenagers, they're the same person. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a friend who... he's He's convinced he's a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, we're not convinced. He's... he's <laughs> 
in quiet moments here where we when we've talked about things like this, he mm. said he thinks he is. Yeah. But then I said the fact that you even think you are exactly probably too means much you're not. I would say if you if you it was, if it's a spectrum, he's yeah. definitely not far off it. Yeah. Like he finds it very hard to give a shit about people. Yeah. Like he's he's you know, I mean he doesn't similar to a sociopath. Well, sociopathy. He's probably yeah, yeah. But I mean it's he, no empathy from. Yeah, he's got no and he like he really struggles to understand that his behaviour sometimes he's he's done a few things with friends over the years nothing horrendous but mm-hmm. he's just done something bad <laughs> yeah. that he's not understand why they're upset by but, it. Like he can't even begin to put himself in their shoes but how can he be friends with someone like that you know because I've I, I didn't have a particularly close family unit so I had to latch on to friends ah, so, okay. I, so I've I got a very I didn't think very... you were going to answer that sincerely I thought oh, you were going yeah, to no, say something no. Anyway. no do you know it genuinely is like, mm. I've got a circle of friends from childhood that yeah. are really tight mm-hmm. But you know, it's about 10, 15 of us. Yeah, we've yeah. known each other. Some of us since we were like three years old. Yeah, yeah. and they were like my family growing up. Yeah, so my parents you can't were... just cut them off. If, if well, no, and also he, he's fun. My friend, he is a fun guy, and I have a real laugh of him. But yeah, I, he I, he would like out of all my mates, he would be the last one I'd go to for help. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, he's somebody I would go for a beer with and have a real laugh at how. But how can you hang around knowing that if something did happen, I don't know. There'd be this divide. Like the moment I realize someone isn't. Do you know those? I've met those people who are like they're friends with you. Yeah. But the moment it's something at all happens, the shit hits the fan. Oh, not even shit hits the fan. But if there's a tiny bit of difficulty, yeah, they're gone. Well, and it I, wouldn't be gone. It's just I wouldn't. They would. He wouldn't be the person I'd call hmm. saying, "Can you help me move house?" Because he'd probably be like, "Uh, no, I'm watching telly that day." <laughs> what really? <laughs> well, yeah, he's just not. I would, but I know I wouldn't even broach it because. <laughs> I understand what he's like. He he can't see outside his little bubble, but he's also very funny, oh, and he's good. He, he's good company. Is he Sometimes, happy? I think so. Yeah, he's very happy because he doesn't okay. have to care worry about other people. He's fucking chipper Imagine as anything. That, Imagine not great. constantly no, having to care. I've, I've often wished. Yeah, but I dead inside's probably actually a nicer way of living than constantly having empathy for everyone in the world over feeling sorry for people too much if you too think much, about it from his perspective sympathy mm-hmm. yeah, from, his, from his perspective he's got it fucking made he's got a good <laughs> job you know he sort of sits around doesn't really give a shit about anyone else yeah he's happy as that sounds like a living nightmare for me but i guess for some people i guess because the whole point of what makes the days go by is the the the, the there's this person's thing and this person's thing and not there, obviously there are some people who are too big and you can't deal with them all the time do you know those people friends who are just like too drama constantly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but like everyone has and it's like when it comes to you as well it's like it keeps the days going because otherwise your days are just monotonous nothingness really just, yeah. so my best Watch days telly, are man. when I'm just at home alone. Yeah, so he just said, just watch telly. Yeah. And that's it. No, but do you know what? I find days where I just get up, make mm-hmm. a coffee, have meditation music on. Yeah. Don't see another person. I fucking love it. Yeah, but you only enjoy those because they're calm in the storm. No, but the st- I don't really have a storm anymore. I'm very, my life is much more chill than it used to be. I don't okay. find, I've my, a lot like currently, mm-hmm. you know, there's not too much in the way of turbulence. Yeah. But don't you think, of, I think about it as like, and it might be a bit of a selfish thing. I think about it as like, gotta help as many as people as possible because when shit hits the fan for me it's gonna happen so mon- it's gonna be such yeah, a monstrosity yeah. monstrosity that it'll need a lot of fans right and it'll be like you you can't if, if uh, like my mom was i have like i guess i have six sisters and i want a brother so i have yeah, like yeah. lots of siblings so the idea of me not caring about not one of them it'd be like it's unthinkable are you yeah. in touch with all of them hmm? a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, we live together and we like we see each other every day. Oh, and so wow. I couldn't, even if I don't, there's days go by when we're walking around each other, we don't say a word yeah, to yeah, each yeah. other. But 
there's always the idea of like, oh, there's something, there's a safety net rather yeah, than yeah, a, yeah. he doesn't have a safety net because yeah. unless someone takes pity on him rather than thinking, oh, I'll help him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you want someone to help you out of loyalty rather but than I would pity. help my, I would help him out, my friend. But why? Because I, that's because we're different people. And okay. I'm, but I, I don't have a, I, I sort of, for all my friends, I would absolutely dive on a grenade for yeah, him if yeah. needs be. But, but you just know that one is a dud. Well, I, no, I know that one wouldn't probably do that if, if, if she was on the other foot. But I don't incapable. need that. I don't yeah. need that from him. I don't yeah. need that to have that. That's mature. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's because he's incapable of helping anyone. So it doesn't mean to say you don't help him. Yeah. yeah. It's their have, issue. I, I used to have a friend like that, and he what was Jesus like a, we used to call him a computer because <laughs> yeah. he had like he had no a big square head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to continue the story. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, he was just like a, he was—he was not a, he was he wasn't a selfish person. He just wasn't a giving person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know plenty of people like that, man. I feel I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> yeah, but th- 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 it was such that not all of us were company, so ni- <laughs> all of us were so nice to each other that he just kind of kind of he kind of got into the culture of it. Yeah, even if they don't understand it innately. They soon enough learn it's better to, yeah, take part than. Uh, I suppose, yeah. But mm. I would like. I'd much prefer people do it on their own. Yeah, do it. For bully the, people, for, I guess, for the <laughs> right reason. Yeah, 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 I think it's all about intention, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want somebody just helping me because in their head they think I've fucking got to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got my divorce coming up. I better, I better make this cat a cup of tea. <laughs> bank some money for when that fucking goes wrong. <laughs> Sack in the bank. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, but that's fair. That's fair. It's that's an the part. The, the giving is the reward itself, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But then you so grow. So the taking, not really. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I guess it's maturity. That's all it is. Thank you. Thanks, mate. You guys are mature. Thanks, very, it's very mature. <laughs> but I, just don't, I try not. That's the thing. I don't like asking from others. I don't. I never ask for. Mm-hmm. for I, re- from, I really. From I don't really know. Have you ever read unless Amanda I'm, Palmer's? Unless I'm broken. Um, Amanda, Amanda Palmer's Art of Asking. No. It's the whole idea of like being vulnerable enough. Can you lend me that book? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's basically all about like how she she went through life like she's been like rich and she's been like poor yeah but constantly she's had like she's like been growing as an artist and the only way she did it was by being honest with her like honest with her fans and the people she works with yeah yeah and so like when she couldn't do something because she couldn't afford something people would help her to get to the next point yeah when she got to that point she wouldn't she wouldn't just be like, like, do you know how like now if you watch Superstar, there's like this, there's a stage, like in Glastonbury, there's a stage and there's a massive gap yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, security yeah. all along yeah. and there's the barricade yeah. and then there are the fans yeah. and it's like, oh, no wonder when something goes wrong for that superstar, yeah. no one sticks around because it's like, oh, you're yesterday's news, you, didn't, yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't connect with them so they didn't have any reason to stick around, yeah. they'll just move on yeah. while she would do like, even though she has a massive fan base, she does like the most intimate gigs. Yeah, yeah. And like she kept it at that level so that she could keep that level of engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I don't good. know. Mm. It's a really good book. You should check it out. Yeah, I will. Mm. Um, <laughs> the Art of Asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Good, mm. good. Some book tips today. Mm. Um, I was about to say, we got a couple, I just want to do a couple of questions we kept, we forgot. We got, we got an email question that I just keep forgetting to read out that I'm going to, um, from Tin and Dixon, who's asked, uh, he, this is from like, three weeks ago so he's probably really <laughs> really just, angry yeah he said he's bored of london he's thinking of, of moving to australia he's still young enough to do it should oh. he do it yeah my girlfriend's from australia 
I was yes. born there. Loves it. Yeah, and I, my wife oh, yeah. is from there. So oh. we've, all, we've all got a good Australia link there. <laughs> but Get none of us live there, so it's not the best endorsement my for it. My dad was an Aussie. Yep. Um, mm. It's, I would say... 100%, If you're yes. a young person and you've got nothing really tying you here, there's no harm in you've going got for no a couple mates. of years. No, and even becoming, if you've, especially if you've got a trade... Like, a tradies, though, make bang. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to wear them high-vis T-shirts. Quickly become Money a doctor, and... then go. Um, well, yeah. No, tradies and... <laughs> trade, like, as in trade. Yeah. Like, probably the... Well, like construction. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they get paid for keen bing-bongs, yeah, yeah. mate, over I'll there. I'll be becoming a miner there, although it's hot. How can Miners you go back are... in time? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, my, the mining industry there is massive. Obviously, as an environmentalist, I'm very against it, but... Um, but you can uh, earn coins. Yeah, so but you very can. For but, it. Yeah, so yeah. So, but if I was in it, making fucking shed loads and owning a big house, greens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the atmosphere, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there is. There's low. It's opportunity, mate. Mm. If you're young, and I reckon you should go. And obviously, very like, few people probably regret moving to Oz. Definitely, like you know, and just basically mm. just pick your pick your first stop, Perth. If you want to try and get a job in mining, mm-hmm. uh, hit Sydney. Sydney and Melbourne are your two. If you're a young cosmopolitan person who wants a yeah, big yeah. city, Byron Bay sounds amazing. Have Byron you? Bay's amazing. Mm. Yep. So actually, to be honest, Brisbane's a wicked city. Mm. Uh, I think that's a good sort of backup shout. But if you're a, if you're a hipster type sort of cool guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. go to Melbourne. If you're a sporty type, fucking go to Sydney. It's done. Oh, okay. I'm all them types. Yeah. Do you have? <laughs> do, do Do you wish you'd move there? Yeah, I do. do. Do you regret it? Um, I don't know, man. It's hard, mm. isn't it, to know? Yeah. No regrets, mate. No regrets. Eyes forward like a shark. Never look back. <laughs> Stay on the move. Never, stop Never look sideways like a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> like a pigeon. Um, oh, and there was another message we got we missed the last couple of episodes. Uh, it was from Chris Kimber. He was asking about Edinburgh accommodation. He's thinking of a little visit to the Fringe. Have we got any recommendations about Edinburgh accommodation? Oh, mate, at this point... Well, I mean, he's not going out for the full thing. He's a punter. Oh, so, so maybe student flat or an... I think get, everything's I'd expensive. I'd get a hotel. Well, hotels are so expensive, though. Mm. They're, honestly, this, during the, every hotel boosts the prices by yeah. about five times. How, tri- how, how long is he staying there for? I mean, if it's only a couple of days, I reckon, what about one of those sort of halls of residence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like or, or a campsite. Like Campsite's a good yeah, show, yeah, yeah. actually. Because if you're only there for a couple of days... What, in a caravan a, or a tent? In a tent, uh, I say mate. a tent. And then there's like showers and everything, and then you just like make a day of it. Comedian Tom Binns did a... I think he did it a couple of years in a row. Did a whole time at the campsite. Jesus said it was great. He's out of town. He's just coming for his show. I don't yeah, know, man, not not for me. No, that's yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You don't strike me as a camper. I yeah. have. I, I don't with mind, your hair like that. I don't it's, mind. It's too slick. Is that what you're saying? It's very slick. I didn't say it's too slick. <laughs> I just said it's very slick. I'd, I'd like camping, but maybe with the family, not um, doing yeah, a yeah. show each night. It's <laughs> <laughs> depressed climbing back into your tent. Just, just all grass on your yeah, face. No, it's you know, Edinburgh can be quite a tough month, can't it? You know, yeah. of, you can feel that's isolated. The last and, thing I need is to be yeah, cooking a fucking vegan hot show. dog on a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a shit in a field. Yeah. <laughs> just making up. notes. Yeah, that was alright. Just listening to the show back. Reading a fucking one star review in the list. <laughs> Sitting next to I'll a just tree shit on my foot. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, raining. Imagine, it rains imagine. there as well, man, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah but then, I, I think the worst thing would be like going all the way there for a few days and then having to travel. Even sorry, even for a month. Like I like the part afterwards where you go get some food with some friends and you kind of just traipse around. Yeah. And you end up in a bar and you just kind of sit around for ages. Imagine if you had to catch because some people commute. 
and yeah. he has a 40 minute commute in well I know see, some people like Kevin Bridges always stayed in Glasgow he didn't, never ever stayed over Ooh. in Edinburgh he's from up there though isn't he well, yeah he lives in Glasgow he's from Glasgow did he drive back or? he would just yeah every night he'd just come over and go some back some people stay down near the coast and bus it in don't Berwick they? yeah Berwick's a beautiful part of the world but wow I think I could see there's something I think nice about that but because mm. I've done it in Melbourne mm-hmm. I've stayed out just outside the city, mm. you know, sort of 20 minutes on the train. Yeah. And it's on the on next to the beach. And actually, I thought I'd have that missing out thing of like, oh, God. Yeah. And within about two days, when you're getting up in the morning, you're just walking down a beach, and you're not waking up in a city and seeing all the same people. I actually was like, oh, this is way better. Oh, yeah, I much okay. prefer it. I quite it. like busy city. Like, I like to be in the centre of Edinburgh with busyness outside the window. Yeah, but I also like, I suppose it's also... Yeah, how often? What, what, how far? How often you're taking yourself out of the sort of? Mm. I, like, I went up half a seats loads of times last I year. I went halfway mm. up on the last day. Come on, fly. Thanks. Yeah, I think as long as you're good at staying away from the shit, it then was it's raining. all right. But um, are you doing Edinburgh this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is it your debut show? No, I'm doing the reserve. Are you doing a reserve? Yeah, that's a great one. To that do. is I a good that. one. It's a fun first. It's it's, it's you get everyone tells me it's stress free. Well. Yeah, 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 and everyone's like, "Oh, this is the chilling one." I'm like, "How bad?" Because I'm stressed now. I know you'll have some tough gear. I mean, there's. Yeah. Uh, I know it's you... not the easiest room, but it's uh, it's a great package show to do. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know that Benny Boot did it. Mm. Um, didn't Benny Boot is the monk guy. Benny Boot is a person who owns yeah. this house we monk now Boot. are standing. Mm. He lives, yeah, he's in you know, a Zen monastery. But Benny, I remember Benny doing a reserve. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, he had a fun time. But yeah, some of the gigs were a little bit tricksy. I'm just worried about what happens after, because after that, it's the hour. Yeah. And it's like, oh, either do a 45 or do an hour. How long have you been going? Uh, May 18th, 2016. That's so next year time. will be four years. Yeah, I suppose it's probably hours not about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not. And it's been doing previews just for fun, just to be able to do like, see what an hour's like. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's just, it's just about getting in. Everyone's right. It's like when you think you're ready. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. be ready. Well, that's it. I mean, we, I sort of, I know some people that I started out with who took so long to do it. Mm-hmm. And there was a few of us that just did the, you know, we did Comedy Zone for mm-hmm. Avalon. Mm-hmm. Then the next year we did our double header, yeah, and then a the year after did solo. Like we just that did was the, every year, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a sort of progression of like, yeah, sort of by your sort of third, fourth year you were doing this hour. Well, third year of even doing comedy, no, or no, say by about year four of doing comedy. Well, yeah, was your first hour nine? Two thousand and nine, yeah, yeah. So oh. this is my decade. I'm celebrating a decade of solo shows. Whoa! What by, are you doing? By doing a show called "Show We All Just Kill Ourselves" in a tent by an underpass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real celebration of comedy. Um, I'm talking about that in the show. I'm talking about how, like, the changes in my sort of you know person mm. in the ten years. Yeah, like it's funny because in the because you've film, had actual phase, like you've had Bowie phases, like you actually changed. Yeah, and it's a lot. Like, the show is, covers a sort of it's about this year really, mm. but it's also I talk about how. 2009 was like mm. rel- my show was called Relax Everyone It's Carl Donnelly which yeah. is like as a debut show is a funny title yeah and I actually it was a <laughs> chipper and fun <laughs> and actually but behind the scenes I was probably in a right I was a bit more of a mess back then I was yeah. sort of you know I, was, I don't think my mental state was particularly good mm-hmm. and then now I'm actually probably the healthiest I've ever been mentally and yeah. physically yeah you know calmer than I've ever been mm-hmm. drink everything like that I hardly go you know it's, I'm very 
grown up about everything, mm-hmm. but now my show's called Should We All Just Kill Ourselves? <laughs> it's like, it's a weird trajectory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My outlook on the world is probably slightly bleaker than it was then, but my actual but what, ha- happiness is much higher. Is it more zen? Is it bleak and yeah. zen? Yeah. So it's an interesting thing trying to get this show right. How's that been going? Is it? Well, it's good, but if, if this is that thing, because some of the stuff is in it is bleak. I talk mm. bit, I talk bits about sort of suicide statistics mm-hmm. and things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And if I get the tone slightly wrong, it's a car crash. But like, if only mm. that's happened on two previews, where literally I've just got, I've just pitched it slightly wrong, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's just <laughs> fucking <laughs> depressing. Yeah, yeah. But the ones where I've got a tone right, ah. it's funny because it's like, right, we're talking about some things that are quite bleak, but actually, mm-hmm. let's discuss why these are funny. No, that's true. I've, I was thinking recently about how, um, uh, basically, in America, they are all like very joke heavy, and, yeah. and then in a lot of American podcasts, they start talk, they start talking about the fringe and how our approach to the hour is so different. It's yeah, yeah, like a yeah. packed up thing. It's written to premise. And it's so basically they were talking about I was thinking how um you hear a lot of comics talking about how the Edinburgh fringe is like, oh it's naff because they it's storytellers, it's not da da da. But now I'm watching a lot of um hours that are coming out from Americans. Yeah. And theirs are becoming much more like ours. Yeah. So it's almost like with a lot of like uh, American sorry, British comics think <coughs> that we should follow the mainstream version. Do you know how like um the streets was the first British rapper to like make rap actually like British rather yeah, than making yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, like yeah. before when it was like just rip-offs of American hip-hop and then his was like much more just like Brume <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you need to slow it down man <laughs> put your phone back um, he made it much more like of, of this thing and then now Grime which was like Grime is completely different but like how Grime is now becoming influencing yeah, yeah, American yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff it doesn't have to originally be from that place no for not at all to make a difference it was just—it was interesting to think because I'm—I don't know if about you, but I'm always like, especially because I haven't done the hour yet. I'm so obsessed with trying to find when's the perfect time to do anything now. Like, so you're trying, yeah, exactly. It, it just, is though, really, isn't it? You're, you're trying to, to in the spiritual sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, there is only now. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right, Eckhart. I'll, I'll, <laughs> what happened? Oh, sorry, no. There is also in a minute. But no, yeah, yeah, that is the uh... like spotting trends. Like, have you ever read um, the Black Swan? No, it's basically uh, this uh, economist who became like this writer, and he talks about how different technological um, advances, like Google and uh, the computer, even like the most basic basic things, yeah, they were black swans. They didn't, they weren't expected, and that's why they were. They're called disruptive technologies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you can't predict them, but you can predict when around when they will happen. Right. Because things reach a, like, Moore's law, where, like, there's, there's going to reach a point where you can't put that many transistors on a chip. Therefore, yeah. we're going to have to go on to um, uh, graphene. Yeah. Like, trying to make it thinner and thinner and thinner. So, he's, in that same way, you tr- I've, it's weirdly, <laughs> I've been trying to work out yeah. how it would work for comedy. Because comedy is now becoming very internet-based, and it's becoming, yeah. like, how everyone's trying to tell you to do Instagram now, but... The same way that everyone was telling everyone to do Vine how long ago. Yeah. And it's like, these all will all die. You want to get on the next ship that's leaving. Yeah. Or do you stay on your thing and you don't bother with all these like uh, trends that come up yeah, and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it'd be interesting because they do a comedy course in, in the UK. I don't know where do they teach it. They there's teach a, comedy somewhere? I think there's well, a lot of courses. There's loads of oh, courses. Well, actual, there there was like a degree, Stanford Comedy it? University uh, well, degree. I know Southampton, was, I think. Well, no, there was one in Canterbury for years that loads mm. of people have a done. A degree in stand-up. Yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see how 
someone who teaches that would track what is the yeah like it, it down if, it's not just a man with a mic anymore like you see you see like the simmons and like how powerpoints and all this stuff is becoming yeah. much more conducive and like if you watch a show with um just a man on a mic talking now it has to be good enough it has to be so good because people's attention spans are just like, yeah the attention thing is, is an interesting one actually. it's completely but like, that's why i love edinburgh actually yeah it's because in edinburgh you've i it, it's still surprises me the moment people come into that room and it's a small little enclosed mm. space for an hour yeah actually you never see anyone on their phone like no, it's, it's, a, an, it's an amazing place it is like, yeah. i think it, i think people that go to, from it all, people yeah. that go to Edinburgh fringe mm. actually audience members are mm-hmm. wicked for mm-hmm. just going no nah, i'm gonna go in and watch a thing yeah, yeah it's not like a comedy club at the weekend where you naturally see mm-hmm. the odd member of a group who's yeah. probably the one who wasn't so sure about going yeah, yeah, yeah. and you suddenly <laughs> see them fucking halfway through your set you just the see somebody's face. chin light yeah, up yeah, yeah. you're like they're just fucking just sitting there checking the, shit the there's there's a there's this other podcast it's it's not like a full podcast it's just this guy who talks about certain ideas it's called akimbo yeah and there's this one where he's talking about how um some certain restaurants will uh pay like most pizzas and sushi are bad they're just like they're, they're quick and they're yeah, done yeah, 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 yeah. but there are some places where people will pay for the i like the better quality one and yeah. they'll pay for like one that's taking much longer yeah, yeah because yeah. they believe in the idea of it of even though the ingredients are both the same what's that noise and uh and basically I think with Edinburgh, it's that. It's like these people have entered into the contract where they're, yeah. they're like, we want this. We want this special yeah, thing. We're fringe goers. Yes, There's exactly. also that. They probably so like identity. the idea of them yeah. being a mm. thing. Yeah, definitely. I think oh. it's great. I love the, that's what I love about audiences up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but you get, I mean, it is that thing. It is doing a little sort of hour show is so yeah. different to doing a set. I think there's just, 100%. people expect it to be different. People yeah. expect more of it that's why when it, sometimes you chat to and again I don't want to dig them out but like mm. some of the old boys of comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're in a dressing room <laughs> with a couple of the old guards yeah. and they're always moaning about Edinburgh and saying like you know what happened to just going up and being funny like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're always moaning about how well, you can't just be funny for an hour and it's like yeah. well no, you have to be funny for an hour, but yeah. don't. They're sort of they. They have this weird um, aversion to anyone trying to do anything differently with yeah. comedy. When yeah. actually, what's wrong with that? It's a creative thing, isn't it? It's supposed to grow and change. Yeah, sometimes push it yourself. Up. Yeah, you have the biggest yeah. arts festival in the world. Fucking yeah, just exactly. Have a have a go at something that you might not do the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I mean, TV. If TV people are in, just stand there and do, do your jokes. Just, <laughs> or don't. Or don't. <laughs> don't let that change what you want to do. Just no. be yourself, um, mate. It's 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 really it's really interesting when you hear of a uh, uh, comics going because um, there are some comics you see on Edinburgh Fringe who you don't see the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you can't straddle them both, but then like, yeah. But there are some people that do the fringe and then they'll tour, mm-hmm. or they'll do the fringe and then the rest of the year they're doing other things. Oh, they're like uh, acting. Or well, yeah, I don't mm. think you know. That's another thing I've you know, I've had I've heard some sort of I've been I've been at gigs where there's like an act who is on the bill who isn't you know would you wouldn't say is a club comic you know they yeah, really yeah. do many of the clubs mm-hmm. but they're sort of quite a name in Edinburgh and, mm-hmm. and the, yeah the cynicism of like so some people like, mm-hmm. I've had, are, are a bit sniffy about it like yeah. oh, seen, I've, I've had them sort of look at me because I've sort of known <laughs> you're, a, you're also a circuit like, you well this is the thing I'm a circuit but I also do the thing so I sort of straddle the two Yeah, and I you know they'll look at me as if I'm going to be on their side and they'll be like you've seen this one before and I'm just like yeah they're really good and they're like alright oh, <laughs> you, you could tell they wanted me to go yeah they're fucking I think shit they're just mate. old and grumpy well, that's it. It's yeah. just, in any job, I guess. When definitely, 
Old bastards. Yeah, fucking up. They, they've cleared <laughs> off their houses. I don't know what they're complaining is that, this about. This is the thing. I've yeah. never... I, I, you want to say to them, sometimes when there's some old person moaning about how they can't get on the BBC. Yeah. When they've not done a new show or done, gone to the fringe in 15 years. They're wondering why they're not all over television. It's like, it's not putting the fucking work in, you yeah. lazy prick. But yeah, they're moaning. You're like, you've got two houses, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you paid there's off like just from playing jonglers in the 90s. In the yeah, they, do, they did two open spots and then became pro yeah, in the yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, and then seven comics. But, uh, <laughs> But they're having a go at somebody who's just fucking got on live at the Apollo <laughs> because they smashed Edinburgh last year. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do fucking all the shit clubs. It's like, well, that's good. <laughs> they didn't have to go through all that. Um, oh. Let's do some questions. Mm. Um, let's try this one. Ronan Quinn, what's your favourite bird? Did we talk about this last week? Oh, that, that was one we did week. with Phil, wasn't it? So yeah, it's basically we had two loads of questions because yeah. we were going to record two in a day. Then mm-hmm. there was a slight shift in timings. Um, let's do... Uh, Sorry about the chair. I'm trying not to make it Politics. Squeak. Is it hard to be funny when reality trumps your every turn? Oh, I suppose this gets asked a fair bit. Like, is it hard? Like people say, is comedy? Some people go, comedy must be easy now with what's going on, or like with like Trump in charge. And some people go, it must be hard because everyone's just so sick of hearing about it. Yeah, and you got like the you get a lot of because it's what people expect, the topics people expect you to cover. Yeah, depending on what you look like or how you sound or even the fact that you've even broached that topic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're because you can't. The hardest part is to surprise. What you're supposed to do is surprise someone at the end, or like they're supposed to have a ridiculous ending or a twist yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think to a pro-Trump show or something <laughs> well the, you see those comics now who are like um, uh, there's a sort of handful of kind of right wing guys yeah now. it's like and you're not allowed of, to say anything anymore yeah. it's like you are though you're, you're, and there's a couple of them who you know when you just sniff bullshit you're like you just You've just chosen to act yeah, like yeah. You, don't believe, you, were, you just basically have picked the thing that you think will get a bit of traction. It's, it's that comic who does the low-hanging fruit stuff, and then suddenly they're the, they're the free speech... Uh, uh, what's the word? Free speech, like they're being held up as a free Activist. speech. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and And it's just... I won't mention that, but it's just... It's so fake, and you're just annoyed because yeah. it's like, okay, if we're going to have a real discussion, let's do that. Yeah. But, There's also some shit ones. There's some ones yeah. who like, go like, you know, about freedom of speech at gigs. It's like, yeah, but you're not, they're not, that's not the reason you're not getting booked, mate. Yeah. The reason yeah. you're not getting a weekend at the store is because you're cack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really funny, but it's that, it's, it is, it's that identity thing, isn't it? Yeah, These people yeah. have found oh, yeah, the thing that true, makes them true. feel. And it's like, ironically, they're the same people that would moan about identity it's politics. politics. So it's like, yeah. you've, mate, you've got the most sort of ingrained identity out of anyone I've ever met. And it's, no, but it's, it's not ingrained because it's manufactured. Oh, it's, yeah, but they've, it's become ingrained. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was recently listening about, um, Incels. Yeah, I watched the BBC documentary. Yes, Did I was, you watch that's it? what I was watching. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? It was called like Inside the World of yeah. Incels. What's yeah. Incel again? Uh, I know the name. In... Involuntary celibates. Yeah. Oh, so they avoid women. Yeah. No, no, no. They they invol- They didn't choose to do it. That's not like the MGTOWs. Men go against. I think it, I think it might have been an offshoot of that mm, sort right. of thing. They um, they they're basically guys who can't who women weren't interested in, and then now they've decided to shun women. And that guy felt so. You know what? He was a horrible person, the guy who was catfishing girls. Yes. But I just saw sometimes, I love the camera when the documentarians hold the camera on the yeah, person's yeah, face yeah. after they've gone, ha, and I do this. Yeah. And there was also that bit. <laughs> there was just see the pain in their eyes. <laughs> and that was it. there was a bit where he said, well, obviously I wouldn't be doing this if I had a girlfriend. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, that's the it's saddest sad. thing. Yeah, yeah. He's just basically like, yeah, it's, it's sad men. Who yeah, yeah. Who can't. Like going hang around with them. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're already part of the forums, mate. <laughs> Julian's on there. Yeah, fuck him, mate. And there's the fact, I felt really bad for the guy who lived in New York. Who was like just quite nice guy? He was just a nice, and he was trying, and he was just like. But do you think he again? I, there was a few of them when I was watching it, mm. and some of them were bleak and yeah. uh, angry, just and sad, and, hor- and, you know, and horrible. And you were like, "You're you There's are some not therapy, maybe." But this is it, mm. absolutely. Mm. But there was a couple who I thought were quite nice, mm. and actually, I was like, I feel like they're not actually incels. No. What they are is they've joined that community because they on the they're forums lonely. and yeah. they're lonely. But actually. Mm that's become their identity they're like yes. no actually I'm an insult it's like well actually you're just a nice enough bloke who if you think you can't find a person mm-hmm. for you it is a matter of time you just yeah. gotta be, keep yourself out there and keep yourself like yeah, yeah. one, of, one of the gazelles will fall eventually and you can pounce but um, a trip it's really over. it was really it's harrowing to think there's that many and people on Tinder because you remember you remember being a kid and like thinking oh no one will ever like me yeah. and you think if, if, if it hadn't happened yeah how would have? Because I I grew up I grew up Muslim, so I didn't I didn't even have any I I haven't I had no interest in even like having girlfriends yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. So I didn't like none of that. I've, but imagine what age got, was it when you thought? Nah, when, when, nah, when nah, I, mate, I'm getting me some pom pom. Um, I don't know. Like <laughs> with a fluff at, right? <laughs> <laughs> with a fluff at, hands Allah. rubbed together like with horizontal. Yeah, what age were you when you sort of thought? Um, when I start, this I don't shit, know because you had those like one day girlfriends when you were like a kid, when you're seven, you're eight. Yeah, it's a long kid, relationship. Yeah. Over MSN, four. and um, I remember having an absolute twenty four hour stormer with Claire Broomfield. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Claire. Shout out Claire. You just grew up. You just grew apart. Yeah, I mean, you know, by day two, things are, you know, we're just. You're not the same person. You've changed. 4 p.m. But when you're seven, you can. 24 hours is a long time, man. And and then, and I don't know, like 18, I think, 17, 18. Yeah. Was the first part, and she was a year older than me. And it wasn't even a real relationship. It was like. But were you still then, would you say. You were Muslim, or had you sort of started behind the doors? Let it go. At that point. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. How did, and you, was like, did you sort of come out to your parents as a non-Muslim? No, I didn't come out to my parents. I'm an idiot. I'm not, so what? How, so what you must I'm, have approached them and mentioned it. No, to them. no, you just stopped doing it. Like, yeah, you did. I don't know. Did you guys tell your parents the truth when you were younger? I stopped telling my parents the truth when I turned like twelve. I weirdly. Well, if you were living with them, they might have knew no, like prayer like, times and stuff like that. No, no, no you just keep yourself busy. You live, right. a, diff- you live a parallel life, no? Like. I used to, whenever my mosque teacher would be there, I'd go upstairs, I'd, I'd always hit in a book to read yeah. in the toilet, and I'd be like, oh, my stomach, and then I'd go in the toilet and just be, because we had a pretty spacious toilet yeah. with a window on it, so you could sit on the windowsill, and I'd just read there for about half an hour, yeah, yeah. and then I'd come back down and then go back to what I was doing. You just keep yourself busy. So was there a, a point that they knew? That no, you, I think, I think. Now I mean, they don't, they know, yeah? No, it's just, I'm too old for it to be a, it's too far gone. So you've never had that conversation with no, them? No, no, no. Do you, did you guys have the religion? Well, I sort of had a chat with my mum when I was about 12. She's Catholic. Mm. And like, she would go to church every Sunday. And she, I'd, yeah, we'd had it. she was really cool about it. She just mm. said, if you're not into it, you don't have to come. And I was like, mm. cool, done. Mm-hmm. And then weirdly, I'd because... I had loads of mates whose parents were Irish and mm. Catholic, and we used to like, you know, they would go to the same church. Yeah, yeah. And I had friends, and often some of me and my mates would sit at the back of the church, so mm. our parents would be up there, yeah, and we'd yeah. sit at the back, and we like sort of just because we didn't really want to be there. Yeah. And so, what actually, my one of my mates in particular, once I stopped going, he started mm. coming to my house instead of going to mass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and he would just pretend he was at mass, sitting at the back. Yeah. With us. You had like Irish Catholic parents. Yeah. yeah. So like he'd so he'd go he'd walk there with his parents and they'd go in and he'd just pretend he was going in and just nip off and come to mine because I lived like two hundred minutes from the church. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. So I, I became like this sort of haven for. 
I was I was the, the kid who would nip over to the friend's house yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who didn't have because uh, all my friends were Muslims. Mm. So like we all, but we were all like we never stopped being Muslim by words. We just kind of like kind of just phased drifted out, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and drifted away. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to make it sound so dramatic every time? It's quite dramatic, though, isn't it? No, not at all. I think it's it's a bit like it's 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 like a bit like Christianity. It's like in the, where we were much more British in the way that. We just kind of kind of went, ah, this isn't convenient yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. to. Not everyone is there. When I was younger, I used to love going to mosque because that's where all my friends were. And it meant that after school, you'd go straight to mosque. That means three more hours hanging out with your friends and yeah, fucking yeah. around. Yeah, so yeah. you'd prefer to be at mosque than at home. But once your friends are like not going anymore, you're like, oh, well, I'll just go hang yeah, out with my yeah. mates then. So it was like just quite organic. Yeah, no. No, it wasn't a... <laughs> That's how I pictured it, though. <laughs> Get out! Yeah. Um, no, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the relationships... Th- I never even had any interest in a proper... Re- like, you had crushes. Yeah. Like, I like the I was, fact that you I, yeah, I, I remember falling for somebody really hard when I was, like, 17. Yeah. But that was just, like, proper teenage... Yeah, you know, obsession. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah. And, uh, no, ultimately I remember having doomed. my heart broken when yes. I was 14. Oh, my, I was 17. I was just when devastated. Yeah. How, how, like, for me, it was like I had one girl, uh, uh, Emily something, I can't remember. I, mean, I had such a crush on her. I remember I called my friend up and he was playing his game. So he left the phone on loudspeaker and his whole family was listening as I was like spilling my heart out about oh, how much I loved her. God. And then his brother grabbed oh, no. the phone and just went, Get over it. And I think since then, that has blocked out any sort of never, ever <laughs> sealed that thing yeah, shut yeah, yeah. with lead. And it's like never no like one, No one's ever shame. being let in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the shame. <laughs> this door is shut. Con. Have you seen the Kirby Enthusiasm episode where no. he's, he doesn't realise he's on loudspeaker to... What's his manager called? No, I've never seen the... Um, I've, only, I've only just recently started watching it. So I've, I've literally done season one. Yeah. And uh, it's, re- it's one of them things where... I did it, I did it with Pete so Show good. when everyone says fucking brilliant yeah i was like i just can't be bothered to and go then you watch it yeah. and you're like oh it's really good yeah yeah first season there's an episode of it is jeff i think is his yeah, yeah manager yeah. isn't it mm. that bit and he calls him up and he's moaning about his wife and uh and he's he doesn't realize that jeff's got him on loudspeaker in the car with his and his parents are in the back and they're like old jewish people and he refers to his wife as hitler <laughs> and then suddenly it just all kicks off and he has to go over and apologize to his manager's parents yeah. you know, like you shouldn't talk like that and he's just oh it's fucking brilliant ah oh, hey that's uh, my favorite one uh, of those like big series is arrested development so that's, that's one i've never really the watched the first and second oh, season are incredible yeah it's like they do references they do callbacks from the first episode so yeah, like, yeah. that you don't know are going to be third like, it went that's it the same weren't as good i don't think it's, yeah, al- but, it's always sunny has that sort of thing mm. of they'll do a callback in like season 10 to something yeah. happening in season two yeah yeah, and yeah. You know, it's so exclusive it's something yeah, like yeah. it's like for the laissez-faire fan you're done you ain't getting no joke, exactly which i think is really good it, it's it's like it's premium it's like if you get i know my friend uh Sakib, he doesn't only watch it on netflix but he's bought the box set yeah, yeah, yeah. and he like he's, he's like an active member of it yeah and it's just a tv show yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, that's so hard in today's world where yeah like, people watch a season of luther and go ah that was done yeah and they'll move on straight away yeah wow have a course um so let's do another mm. question patrick jf anderson spain is overrated discuss <laughs> <laughs> well so ever since they kicked the muslims out they did they've been downhill ever what since. what year was that the moors i don't know 1502 oh, still banging on about it aren't you? <laughs> 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 haven't let it go have you no uh, <laughs> i don't want to be part of your shitty club anyway um, um 
Yeah, well, this um, it's Spain. I mean, I'm a. It depends what part of Spain. I actually think Spain, like <laughs> any other major country, mm. I don't think you can sort of put it into one box. Oh, because there's the Catalan. I like the Catalan people. Catalans, Basques. Mm. You know, Basques you've, got, as well. you've got sort of you know, cent- you know, you go to the cities, Madrid and Barcelona, two of the best cities mm. in the world, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, then you, but then you go down, yeah, you go south to like the Costa del Sol, and it's just full of fat old English people <laughs> moaning co- about Brexit. You're like, fuck off. So actually, you know, I think there's some lovely a, beaches and stuff. Though, Northern there? Spain, like that sort of Basque country bit, San Sebastian, just mm-hmm. near there. And then you go along to Bilbao. That's all fucking wicked. The the, the worst thing is I, I spent a week in Barcelona. And because uh, I went to go do some, like I, I was doing these like gigs where they were paying me like 25 euros a gig. <laughs> yeah. And it was like three gigs. And I was there for the whole week. And um, the whole point is you go there to see the sights. And I, and I spent the whole time, because basically I arrived the first day and the promoter, whose house I was staying in, showed me that he had this Google TV oh, where you could watch whatever you wanted. Come on. And I spent the rest of the week, the beers were cheap, cigarettes were cheap, and it was the best holiday ever. Yeah, like, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't regret. Like, even at one point, I couldn't sleep properly because I wasn't getting enough exercise to be tired. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me a handful of Xanax. Yeah. And I was just Result. like, just popping those at the oh. It was amazing. Lovely. I came back so refreshed. Didn't yeah. see a sight. One side, I even lost my phone because at one point I was like watching a show and then I couldn't not have any screen time. So I was watching a YouTube video while I was taking oh, a piss and I dropped my phone God. inside the toilet. Mm. And so the only thing I went to was the Apple store in Barcelona. Oh, God. It was great, man. It was the best week of my so life. You would, agree with, you would agree with Patrick J.F. Anderson that it's overrated. Mm. Spend the time indoors. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big fan of Spain. Um, let's quickly do... What's this? Michael Harding. A hypothetical question I've raised to friends in the past. <laughs> if you were taken hostage by King Kong, and the only way he would let you go is by relieving the brute manually, what or how would you perform this task? Okay, you know, there's some weird questions going on at yeah. the minute. And there's, we used to get hollow out like, a tree. We used to get like, people asking us for advice. <laughs> now it's genuine. Like, <laughs> we'll like how I'm would you wank up, off King like Kong? I'm climbing up a coconut tree. Like that, with my feet and my hands. But yes, how, do you reckon it'd be that big? Lick his how big <laughs> would it be? No, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that hurt. Go- gorillas, gorillas famously have very small ones. In comparison I, that's to what I'm body. trying to well, think. I've never seen Relative to their thing. body, it's still about the same. Right, it's still <laughs> quite big. No, but is it like... I'm a gorilla. <laughs> no, but is it... Um, still quite big, I bet. That hurt my... I got a stitch when I laughed at you licking a gorilla's balls in my head. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but... Like say a silverback, mm. how big's their dick? Do we know? We can ask, Let me we can get ask it out. Google. Hang on a sec. Should we Google it? Should we I, I don't want to. Fuck my Google searches are going to be gross. Man. <laughs> Google. Um, how big is a silverback gorilla's penis? Have you just asked your phone? He always does that with his voice. Yeah. Uh, I never use Siri. Oh, Whoa. Massive. Three. <laughs> If you didn't catch that on the mic, three to six centimetres long. Yeah. Sorry, was that bad audio? Erect. Wanna, yeah. Well, so angry. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes me feel a lot better about one. My, my size, yeah. Sorry, was that really bad? I, I thought it would, they would be able to pick it up. No, no, I, I think it did it pick up. It was it quite was nice. Um, but just, I was just repeating in case somebody's on a train or something. Mm. Um, that is... <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, we've never thought about that. I've never actually... I've never asked, actually ever used that. I've never asked my phone a question. I've, I've literally got this two weeks ago. Okay. And I have been... It's now become my best friend that I ask so any how do, name how question. how do you do it? So literally, I just like... Is it a Siri? Do you love me? No, no, me? no. I just go, hey, Google... 
And your phone just... Yeah, yeah, and it just starts listening. And it just types out what I'm saying. Shit in hell, mate. It's the future, isn't it? And Is it not listening to you all the time, though? Um, I fucking Illuminati <laughs> later out there. <laughs> I've, I've looked at my... Because uh, it, it logs everything you've ever said around what? it when you press... When you say the words first. So I've sometimes gone like... I've said something, something and I'm like, so basically what I'm saying is da 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 And then suddenly the phone will pipe up and be like... So it's always listening. Oh, that's it now, mate. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I just I just leave it upstairs. Uh, I'm going to start wrapping home. mine in gaffer tape. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I can't> hear <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so hang on. So gorilla's dick. So actually, so King Kong's dick. Let's go back to the question. Probably about a meter. Yeah, how big is King Kong? Oh, ask your bloody phone yeah, again. Yeah, ask should, Google, should mate. How big is King Kong? I reckon he's about hey, two buses high. Hey, Google. How big is King Kong? Oh. 25 feet 25 feet yeah, then. the result of the move made for the smallest King Kong since the original 1933 film at just 25 feet tall oh, just I reckon his dick wouldn't be that big if it's 3 to 6 centimetres mm-hmm. for a full size about 20 bag. inch standard human so, uh, so, so, 2 or 3 feet yeah so actually um, just give him a standard hand job I reckon you could give him a standard hand yeah. job you just, like you said, like climbing a coconut tree. Or you could hollow out, what I was saying earlier was you could hollow out a tree, pad up the inside, no, but make don't it need a flashlight. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, God. It's probably just like a big pawn dick size. Yeah, uh-huh. but I reckon, it, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't be that far off. So you can have it. Just be a normal hand job for me, you know? Hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey. That was the, hey. I'm we got asked that question. Um, that was, we've sort of hit an hour. Yeah, that's no, that's no question to end on. Is no, it? we should discuss something else. Anyway, so you're going to Edinburgh. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about wanking an elephant or something. So um, you, I reckon you're... elephants have got big dicks, don't they? Um, Horses have. I'll tell you what. Pigs have fine. got curly dicks. Yeah. Who does? Pigs. <laughs> yeah, why? Why is this so much? <laughs> I think it is. It's like a swirl. It's, it's meant... a swirly. Because they sort of they like, they like latch They're in, difficult they? to wank off. Yeah, mm. I imagine. It's like you could screw something. I remember. Yeah. No, um, one more. Qu- is there another question? Um, there, there is. I can't work out. <laughs> I can't work out which ones we did. You last. Don't want to end on that question. Um, I can't work out which ones we did. Pick, uh, pick a yes or no question. Somebody uh, no. says. Um, somebody says, "What's your favourite colour?" <laughs> Turquoise. It used to be blue, but now it's becoming more green or red. Really? Mm. I am. Um, I, I think mine was always green. Yeah. And I'd say I probably would still settle for that. Settle. Green. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't think it. Nothing's ever jumped ahead of that. Violet, mm. I quite like. At the minute, I'm, I'm liking, um, I've been buying sort of the clothes I'm planning on wearing for my Edinburgh show. Mm-hmm. So I've been sort of. You have outfits, do you? Well, I just sort of, every year I like to know what I'm wearing. It's almost mm. like a Batman thing. I'm yeah. right. So I'll have three jackets, <laughs> yeah. two or three trousers, jeans, yeah, one yeah. pair of pants, one or two footwear options, yeah. three t shirt options or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I just rotate. So it means there's never too much. Oh, what am I wearing today? I'd be like, right, bang, bang, bang. Less to think oh. Often, like some years, like last year, mm-hmm. I had just, I knew I had, I had had two options of footwear, just mm. black jeans, black t-shirt, mm. and I had three different jackets that I sort of alternated. Rotated, yeah. So it just takes out a bit of background thinking. I've been buying the stuff I'm wearing this year. Yeah. All sort of slightly autumnal colours, a lot of mustard. That's it's nice. Quite, it's quite late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Brown as well? Yeah, there's a couple of browns. I bought a nice pair of brown trousers, which mm. sounds disgusting. No, but, no, no, um, no. But no. it's very... It's, um, we've, we, we, we've insulted the 80s way too much. They did have. They did get some things right. Yeah, yeah. They were like, 
the the whole idea of like com- it looks comfortable like the whole idea of mom jeans are coming back yeah, i've got a pair i've got a pair of black yeah. mom jeans like, yeah, yeah and they're just a little bit baggy but they're not baggy jeans no 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 they're just sort of a slightly straight like loose leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah i've got a, i've got a pair of boot cut wrangler boot cut. Uh, p- cowboy trousers yeah they're called the wrangler dress pant oh, wow. and uh and they That's are they've made it into the edinburgh shortlist okay so i remember i remember coming to the fringe ago, guys they'll be unveiled in summer 2019 <laughs> i remember i remember two years ago i uh you used to have those curled up hats yeah yeah, yeah. i remember bully you ask uh, i don't bully you but i kept asking you for it because i was wearing yeah, yeah i, yeah, I was yeah, going I, through a phase of little hats as yeah well. but now they're my hair's too big so yeah can't do them anymore it's a shame really um, but yeah, that's so my colour. Currently, I'm liking a lot of yellow mustard, mm-hmm. autumnal mustard. colours. Mustard. <laughs> um, any other thoughts? Um, no. Um, will all be you, when, when are you coming up to Edinburgh? I'll be up there on the fifth to the eighth. There we go. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, you're doing a live podcast. Huh? You're doing a live pod. Oh, we could do actually. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, do a we haven't there. booked it in, but we could do. Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, we'll work something out. So mm. that could be quite a fun little sneaky thing to whack in. If you're at the fringe, we'll keep you posted. Mm. That Hi. is all. Thanks. If you haven't booked tickets yet, book tickets to my show. Shall we all just kill ourselves? Seven forty every day at the Yurt and the Comedy Reserve at what time? At uh, nine fifteen or nine thirty at the, the Pleasant, Pleasant Dome. Dome. At the Jack Dome. Yeah. Jack, Jack Dome. Dome oh, yeah. um, right. Thanks for coming on, man. Cheers. Really fun. Cheers. Thank you. Later's. Later's.